line I read recently that said, um, you're like, your spirit guides are there to offer you, like, help and advice, in a sense. I don't know if they use the word advice, but it was like, um, and you can listen to them or not. But things seem to go a lot smoother when you do listen to them. Yeah. And I feel like I'm definitely very curious to really get in touch with that deeper self and that deeper part of me and that deeper connection to be able to have that more smooth life. Because I do really feel the sense inside of me like that is what I want. I just want a life that feels right and purposeful and like I wake up and I'm like you know what this and that is hard but like I bear a challenge I'm gonna face it I'm glad to be alive I am giving this I'm giving that I'm taking care of things in this way like I'm living as a full person and feeling really purposeful in what I have to offer and give each day so I'm not as much as sometimes I do, I think ultimately I don't really have some like money sign on, you know, freedom. It's more like, how can I get my mind in that state? And I definitely, I am absolutely struggling with that. Cause right even now saying all of that, I'm like, well, my kids, my kids, my kids, my kids, my kids, I want to take care yeah. of them. Like I want to give them a good life. Like I don't want them to have to I mean it isn't like oh I don't want them to not be able to drive a Porsche it's like I want to be able to get good medical care and yeah. eat well and go to like get good education so that they can launch off right you it's know? a challenging situation and I don't think it's like run the other way and don't touch money it's just what is at the center of what your life is about yeah. is, is it that you're an eternal being and you like you came here to learn a lesson and to love the people the other souls in your life or is it about like you know like chasing endlessly this game <laughs> that needs to change but you just decided like to conform to it you know and like ne neglecting your heart that says like look at how we're destroying the world and not really connecting each day and having like the wrong priorities and uh, I want to get back to that but I think we're doing all, a lot of that work and we've been doing it the whole life It's kind of like I was saying to you the other day of the real struggle, the real way of being vulnerable is to believe in another way. And so I 
that's like my real struggle is to believe that there's another way than living in the fear of money, kind of. I mean, that certainly seemed like in your dream, your shadow self was very much like, you're not allowed to have fun. You're not allowed to play. And it does seem like your source of power is play. And so it's kind of like, go hug that guy. Tell him it's going to be okay. Yeah. Keep playing. Yeah. That's a tricky one for sure. I mean, it's very interesting to consider I did get the opportunity again or even trying to kind of pursue and create the opportunity again to face that guy like you said <laughs> and just interact a little in more of a finding out way I guess well, I think you can Choo-choo. I think I can, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I do think that's a really big part of it, though. Just the believing and, like, going as far as you can see and then going that much farther once you get there. Just trusting a bit. I know that's an issue for me, trusting, trusting that the world has something like of love or good or, you know, is accepting of me. Like, I definitely feel like a lot of that got stirred up, possibly beat down, really, I would say, you know, that it's like the world is not a friendly, nice place. And it doesn't really, not only was the message, it's not a particularly friendly, nice place really more of like it's a harsh place everyone's gonna stab you in the back no one really wants to help you which I agree we are living in a time where money living as money being the like kind of thing we're all going for it can be a little cutthroat no doubt and at the same time like not everyone's an asshole <laughs> like it's not really the most fun way to live thinking that everyone is gonna be a jerk to you and at the same time also taught like and also, guess what? Like, so other side message over here, like, no one really wants who you are and how you are anyways. So it's like a world full of people who I can't trust who don't want me anyways. Yeah. It's like, well, that's kind of a big thing to figure out how to not feel that way. I mean, I think saying it out loud like that is not so difficult to say, okay, I can understand now that's not true like it's I'm just a person true. just like everybody else you know and there's lots of people who are messed up and have lots of stuff going on with them because like most people are like that not just me yeah. <laughs> you know and there's lots of people who you know are nice and to certain people and mean to other people and like I don't know we're all just people like that's very true too right. there's some people who are really bad and there's other people who are not bad and there's other people who are just like pretty damn nice it's like there's a whole lot of different kinds of people out there not just everyone's gonna stab you in the back right. and like 
the type of person I am is just a person, just like anybody else. And it's kind of like making your podcast popular, where it's like if you're being your real self, you're going to have plenty of people who want to, you know, get what you got going on. You just have to find the right people. And just because he wasn't the right people to like and appreciate me doesn't mean there's other people out there like and appreciate me. Definitely, it's good to remember that we're all uh, like, like the, everybody's human story is your human story. <laughs> like, it's just you got, like, we're all kind of woven into the same blanket, and we're all our separate weaves, you know. But we all met together make one big picture, and in if we all want to weave a new design we can't keep living in the past and acting in the past because if everybody's ready to change and everybody's on the same spiritual journey even though some people are showing one dark side of it and one some people are like way in the light you know and they've like really found freedom we're all in general sharing the same story we're on the same bus and so if we really want to like change that past feedback loop of protection we've got to trust and start acting like everybody else is ready around us to treat things in a new way I feel like I'm a broken record I said a lot of times I do think we're in a tricky time right now where I think it's like love many trust few always paddle your own canoe we are in a time where there's a lot of pain out there and you don't want to just throw your trust around willy-nilly yeah and at the same time i think like i feel if what you were saying is really just like you're just trusting that people are ready people are good inside like it's there's like there is a goodness in the world that we can support and encourage it's not a fruitless effort right there are other people who have the same other than your personal like trail of tears like there there's a lot of other people though that are in a similar trail of tears that you're in but like in a global scale you could really say in general we all have pretty much the same story so the spiritual revolutions that you're having in your brain are gonna have a lot of other people who are like in a really similar situation you know who are on the same similar journey that you're on making the same realizations of like I don't want to do it all about money I want to connect you know I want this to be meaningful I want you know and making those decisions that you're making but I like you said you just can't just go out there and just trust everybody because there's a lot of people who maybe are on that trajectory but aren't are still under the like harmful paradigm I think we're all people right and like we're all coming from the same epoch and era and while it does seem like a really awesome future to go towards that we would be living in a world where all dare I say children could be loved and supported for who they really were from the get go we're not there yet and there are people, myself included, uh, many people, many, many people 
who have hurt and even deep, deep down hurt in them that causes them to sometimes want to help heal the world and other times want to lash out and hurt the world real bad. Everything. So the fact that that's still out there, it is wise to be aware of your situation and decide who you're going to trust and where you put your trust. At the same time, you can love people. You don't have to be afraid of them. And I do think living in a world where we can start to have that more. I mean, it does seem like it's a big thing that's missing for a lot of the hurt that's out there. Is it needs compassion and a listening ear and someone who I mean is freaking able to slow down enough to live in the moment with you and process that I don't even think it's everyone's being really selfish and mean as much as it is we feel forced to go really fast yeah that's why I think it's good what we're doing is having these ceremonies down at the creek where we slow down and quiet ourselves log is kind of calling me to come on down and try again. I'm curious. I mean, I don't think there's, when I read Sandra Ingerman's book, she, she definitely went to the underworld a lot. Maybe there's work you need to do there or something. escaping opening. <laughs> Big red dummy. 
really a big one. It's a big hollowed out sycamore. Isn't that what it is? That's what it looks like to me. Well, I guess I've always thought of it as that. Been there forever.
considering going the underworld or whatever it's called, like just going down instead of up. And initially I was imagining bringing golden light into my body and I was feeling that and I was feeling like it was all over inside of me and I said I made the comment inside like this feels good and it was like more and more and more and then I was kind of lifting up off the ground which I have felt that before like I feel like I'm floating yeah and kind of like lifting up off the ground and then it was kind of like in like a I guess what I would say like Buddha have like a certain image in my mind and like sitting on a lotus flower and it like lift me up and put me out on the creek and it kind of spun me and I was floating like from there past this log okay and I gave a resistance of, I don't like the spinning, and wait a minute, I thought I was going to go into the underworld. And it was sort of like, this was like what you were going to have. This was maybe what was kind of being offered to you instead. Not that it was a problem. It's like never a problem. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like resisted it and kind of like insisted on this like trip into the underworld and so it was kind of like okay and then kind of like took me back up the river and was kind of putting me into the opening of the log and I was asking again for Amaranth and grandmother to be there with me so we ended up as so like I'm not sure it's probably had to do with the message because it was very much like descriptive of like what we were like and how we were doing it and this whole idea behind it and it was like we were like these three sisters kind of like frolicking in the woods like getting lost you because, and Amaranth and grandmother yeah, because we were unaware that danger could exist in a sense and so we were going into this kind of like dark place with this idea that danger didn't exist because we hadn't experienced it before kind of mm -hmm. and so we were just sort of laughing and playing as we were going into this dangerous place down into this um, or dark place an unknown place but it wasn't scary to us not necessarily dangerous but like dark and unknown but we weren't afraid because danger didn't exist to us in a sense. It's the mink. Oh, it lives under that little sycamore root cave. Or maybe it's just going there. That was pretty cool. Second time we've seen that mink on this creek. Actually, that's the third time I've seen it. Mink. They're so cute. <laughs> they are. They're like chocolate brown. Little, little, little big old ferret. <laughs> yeah. 
hands under there. Looks like it could. Can you still see it? No. You want to keep telling me your story? So... I would say everything I would describe next was this attempt to get to the lower, whatever you call it, spirit, spirit world. Um, <clears throat> and just, I don't know if like, I just need to be in a different place or something, but it seems like so everything I'm describing right now, too, is very similar to the last one I talked about, where it's like, it's a lot of the similar experience. It's just not as visually, it's like I can kind of feel myself in both places at once more. Probably because you're manually putting yourself into the world mm -hmm. so there's just something that has to be trained about that it's almost like meditating you can't just completely let go yeah. like every time as well as like your most insightful it just came to you and you let go i know right it's like but I'm, you, I, I believe i think that it, you're so. trying to put yourself there you will you know like a basketball player who shoots a shot over and over you you will learn yeah to go into your flow. Like you're learning flow right now. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely into seems your flow accurate. Because it's like I can tell that I'm just still really present. And not that I'm not present in that world. It's just these judgmental parts of me of like, what's happening? Am I doing it good enough? Like, breathe deeper. <laughs> like yeah. it's all these things that are kind of like in there too that is like stopping me from just kind of stepping in and experiencing the whole thing. Yeah. Anyways, like, it just sort of ended up of like these different attempts to kind of like go deeper. And the last one being like, <laughs> eventually like getting in, like I was, so I, we came, down to the log and kind of came over this waterfall I would call it I'm not exactly sure what to call it but a tumbling down of energy at the end of the log mm -hmm. and um, fell down into like a cave um, so it was sort of like we had entered Yeah, that was like a cave entrance and it was like open at, above and now we were down in this like water down in there <clears throat> and it was pretty open but then it was like I guess it, I don't know if it was water or not ever but it, it at that point was like lava but not hot lava just like the consistency of lava but like rainbowy huh. and bubbly wow that sounds cool <laughs> it was really cool <laughs> and I could and this part too was like I could see it going on and on down into this like passage in the cave but it was like 
kind of like it was like I don't know how because it wasn't so just like I know I'm seeing it it was more like a dream kind of where it's sort of like you're seeing it but anyways I don't know I know what you mean like it's a mental image but not so much a linear time space experience yeah it's more just like you're aware of these things all at once right and so it's sort of like if you took snapshots of it and put those together as opposed to like you're really just there experiencing it so I'm like seeing it that it's going like further way 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 down into this cave just like "Ah, or maybe you don't even remember like that you went all the way down it and this is how you remember well this is it's like yeah I mean it was like the essence of it was that it went on forever in a sense like down into this cave I mean I wouldn't say forever but it was like very Far that it was flowing. So, anyways, cool. then we start to flow down that on the lotus leaf. I'm gonna say, even though visually I'm not really sure, we were just floating down it and flowing down it. And then I was like, "Oh, we're in this cave." See, this too makes me feel like it's almost a little dreamy. This part of it, especially where it was like, "Oh, I'm in this cave." This river really reminds me, it's very, like, beautiful, and it's like, it just made me think, maybe even because we've been singing far over the Misty Mountains, (laughs) but it's like, made me think of gold, and so it, 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 like, sort of turned golden, but more turned into, like, okay, now we're on these railroad tracks, or like, where you, like, do one of those mining car things. Yeah. We were like in one of those. So that part felt sort of dreamlike to me a little bit. I don't know, it was a very interesting experience because it's like I'm not in control, but like that part of it seemed like I influenced it kind yeah. of. So but the next part was like maybe even more like vision taking back over because it was like, okay, now we're on these like train tracks pumping this thing kind of me and Amaranth the grandmother are still all together. And but then that quickly turned into like it. And like what it was like a train of them and it was like a dragon of them. Of these like carp things. So it became like alive. Uh-huh. And like flew over and was like flying down. And you were on it? Mm-hmm. No, what? it flew over and was flying down and flying down and flying down and flying down and flying down. So, and then I was just sort of like, felt like I was almost just struggling to like make something happen. Not, not, you know, I was just struggling to like do anything besides continue to just go down, 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 down. It's like, that's all it was. It just kept going down, 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 down. But there wasn't like an end to it or anything. So, and it felt like a struggle kind of. And so I opened Oh, okay, so that kind of took you out of the vision because it kind of went down, down, down. Well, no, not because it was going down, down, down. That's what I was expecting, but it just seemed like I was reaching a point where this was it. This was what you were getting. Like, if, yeah. like I, I, wasn't, was I wasn't sure. Not that that was the end of it, but, like, I need to figure out how to manually figure out how to go deeper. And I was trying to go into the underneath. And I had, like, resisted the initial vision offered me, which was to not go underneath. It was to have, like, a top experience or whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what was being offered to me, but it was, like, 
bypassing this yeah. essentially but it wasn't a problem that I had done that and it wasn't a problem that I had asked to go ahead and try to go down there but that was what I got <laughs> it well, was maybe like it was the lesson and the experience like you're saying yeah I mean it's interesting because it's like you're kind of opening my mind to like like a couple different things of like one that it's like it's like practice and that you can practice at it and that it's like you can get more understanding of how to really do it and that like I'm just not there yet in that sense um, and that also like you really can kind of just go I mean I absolutely think it's always you have to be like honoring yourself and honoring the moment and that has just a hugely impactful on like even being able to do it that's like the muscle you're learning to flex is honoring the moment one thing I was doing while trying to hold space was like I just kept coming to me was like make a sacred bubble like around this place even though I didn't really think bubble and then like just gratitude and like peace and stuff and just being really thankful and I felt almost like the birds were getting louder when I was feeling that it was kind of cool and I felt like honored to be like holding this space and like going to this peaceful place and feeling gratitude and bringing peace and like a good energy to it and stuff. I love you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, I feel like I'm being a part of this. It's always so. And I'm open to like, I'm open to learning the journey and what mm-hmm. I one thing when you were talking about like spinning on the lotus and stuff and that part I felt like my what came to me was like ripeness and just that lesson I've learned recently from like that Jesus spoke a lot of was like ripeness like there isn't any right or wrong or you did the wrong thing it's just there's certain things that are ripe at certain times and that's dependent on exactly your story and the only person who knows your story is you. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you just learn what you're right for and what like the path has for you. Definitely. I mean, kind of like how the, you have your spirit guides and they want to help you. But it's up to you if you listen to what they have to say. It's just things flow a lot easier when you do. Yeah. I think that's extremely good definition of it, I think. Yeah. Extremely non-judgmental if you, what you're doing essentially is like you're being this person and there's no judgment on it. Right. It always makes me feel very, even that bit that was sort of like, okay, I'm kind of going to the underworld. I just feel so supported afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> that is a cool element of it. And I think the more you kind of listen to the path and stuff the more they'll be able to protect you because I believe there are dangers and stuff if Mm -hmm. you just have too much of an ego going into that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah I don't even know how you can go into it with an ego but I don't know either yeah Yeah, yeah. I've just heard warning from certain people like Sandra Ingerman of like if you don't know what you're doing and you're just like like you can't encounter like 
not great situation. Or you can like mess up if you're. She, what she was saying was if you're journeying for someone else, like just be care, take care, you know, like because you're not just necessarily gonna do the right thing or something. I don't know if you don't know what you're doing, and you could leave them in like a spiritual situation that maybe wasn't. They weren't ripe for, I guess. I using the word ripe again. Yeah, I could definitely understand that. Force them on the wrong path, you know? Because it's like when you are doing it for yourself, like, you know what the interpretation is. Like, it's not really a question. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what you're telling me. One way or another, it's like you who's interpreting it, you know? Yeah. But then to have this third-party message, it's like, don't mess it up. Don't telephone it, you know? Like, do it exactly as it's been told to you. Or you're going to put very potentially, you use the kind of wrong word, the wrong elements about it that this person might receive yeah. it in a totally wrong way. Because yeah. it's not you and your brain and your interpretation of it. Yeah. It's their brain. Sandra Ingerman in a podcast actually said she stopped doing like where after she journeyed for someone she would tell the person like like basically what had happened she stopped doing that right away and I don't know if she said she stopped doing it all together but because she's it was like they just needed to process what was happening or had happened like silently and like let time to put it together you know it wasn't good to like put that influence of what her perspective saw you know yeah well i seem to have like just known at least with this last one to do that with you because that yeah. was definitely how i felt it was like this needs to be up to you and your interpretation yeah. i shouldn't say anything else about it although the next day after i had asked like twice to your spirit guides to if there was anything more that i could give you that was when we did the drawing and we talked about vulnerability a little bit more of like it being that sense of like being vulnerable and the and it, the two the um be willing yeah having that tagged with it the be willing and then also the like this sort of understanding that it is an idea you know it's like i'm still just presenting it to you for you yeah. to interpret but it is an idea and I do believe that was awkward in a sense of like vulnerability in the sense of doing the thing that's not your normal ego yeah. fallback thing. Right. It's the scarier kind of thing. Yeah, I remember you were drawing times. like the forest of creativity. Yeah. And so like the feedback loop of the same comfortable place I'm used to going whenever I fear these feel these fearing feelings of fear. Yeah. And it was the forest of choosing to believe that you believe in yourself right. choosing to believe that you your ideas Get behind are my good ideas. your choices are valid it's okay to make mistakes that's yeah. that's the real vulnerability mm. is going out there to that forest where you haven't gone so many times yeah. before i appreciate you reminding me because i was when you started to say that i was like i gotta go back and think about and listen to that focus on those messages again because that's really good needed that babe
one thought I had when you were telling me about the track turning into a dragon that was alive. And it just made me think, I wonder if anybody has ever journeyed to write story. Like, it's like, okay, I need to write more. You journey. And it's almost, I mean, I don't know if that's disrespectful to the journey world or anything, but like to be able to like write a children's book or like write anything, it just seems like you get into a, I, I, one of the things I, I love about hearing your journeys, which I know they're not for my pleasure in that way, you know, it's like they're your spiritual kind of healing process, but it's like they just seem like rich with imagination but I, not to say that it's imagination it's like a real world it's like they just seem to be rich with creativity and, and I, in that sense of everything's okay you know like there's no mistakes I would say well, that is one of the things that really is a verifying factor for me is that feeling that I feel it's like, there are definitely times where I'm like, I am there, I am present. Like, there are times where I feel like, I'm ex- definitely this last one, and the one before, it's like, I can feel my body a lot too. But there are definitely ones where it's like, I'm just fully there, and that's a huge factor. But also the feeling that I get is just like, it's just so, it's like never judgmental. It's always so beautiful. It's like, it's just so this like way of being that I'm like, man, I just want to feel like that all the time of like, I don't need to judge that. I'm not, it's just going to flow, you know, and like you're doing you and I'm going to let you choose you. And here's this offering of like help when it's beneficial in this way that makes sense. You know, it's like, I don't know how I can really physically be that here on earth as a human person but it just is so pleasant to be around do you do you think at all it's almost like putting your inner child back into your presence like if there's any bit of like soul retrieval or anything with like going to the other to your your place like are you like because that seems like when you were describing it, it sounds like very inner child like the childlike being that we all were when we were younger you know non-judgmental yeah. creative yeah that's true um i'll say this to that um i'm just being really open <laughs> but she's a little sensitive and i also feel like i want to experiment with being brave and embracing that my openness might be a positive thing and maybe even help bring about a greater awareness my inner child I would say lives on an island in an ocean there are times where she's been drowning in the ocean I go and check in and there are different states that I find her and I do think that has to do with a lot about my journey of healing and recently every time she's on this island and we're there together 
and we're looking out at the ocean together. And it's very interesting to me. I'll just stop there. And the, 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 the journeying, I kind of commented on it the other day, always, often, and especially when it's, I have taken off from uh, Prince Edward Island, there's an ocean level. And to me, that has seemed significant in some way. Maybe something about your world is like the depths of the ocean. Is that what you're saying? Just that my inner child seems to be surrounded by an ocean and out in an ocean on and now currently on an island. So. Is there like soul <laughs> retrieval that needs to be done? Um, we're working on it. Maybe that's why you're going, you're being urged to go to the Sky World or something. It's like, like this, they know that, like, ultimately, like, you're ripe for something, like, some kind of path that I'm just assuming and guessing could be your inner child work, like, in, in going and changing that situation for, or maybe, like, reincorporating I think that as much as she has become much more safe, and the island even will thrive at times, she brings me flowers sometimes. <laughs> um, That's sweet. It's very much a sense of, I've taken care of her a lot of times, even though I've left her drowning sometimes in the sense of not taking care of myself and listening to how I can heal and trying to do anything about that. Um, but more recently, like, it's just a mutual thing, kind of, of, like, trying to just mutually be supportive. So, like, there are times where she's supportive of me, too. <laughs> um, but that it's ultimately up to me to free her from the island. Or I, I'm not sure, I, I believe that's the goal because the island is quite nice, but it's still an island. Yeah. It's become quite nice. I mean, I do think to me It sounds kind of like an analogy there. <laughs> I think that I'm feeling a lot safer on the inside of myself, but I'm still not feeling that safe to come off the island. Yeah. It's been insightful. the biggest things to embrace about all of it and I would just at this point in my understanding encourage is just that it's like whatever it really is like there's always some kind of beautiful powerful strength to come from it so lest we lose sight of that.
in the try to like break you down of what is really going on with it, you know? Reduce it to its explanation instead of respecting it as this living, awesome presence of vitality and strength. For me, it does feel like an interaction, that there is some energy. I mean, that's what I'm saying about how I feel with it, is that there's some energy that I'm interacting with in some way. I mean, I'm I'm thinking it's something to do with energy and what people describe as just conscious, you know, creative love being that we all are, you know. (laughs) You're just, like, going in experiencing it deeply where a lot of us I think is what people are saying spiritually sleeping it's like we're not quite going deep into right now 